From the Financial Times in London, I'm Claire Jones and this is FT News. The US Federal Reserve might be on the cusp of raising rates for the first time in nine years, but the European Central Bank remains very much in easing mode. Earlier this month, the ECB added another round of stimulus to the Eurozone's economy, extending their package of bond purchases and cutting a key interest rate to a fresh record low. Peter Pratt, the ECB's chief economist, joins me now. Peter, what do you hope the measures announced earlier this month will achieve? Well, as you know, the ECB has started with its uh, asset purchase program, which was implemented in March. And so it's a program which is uh, flexible and uh, is uh, regularly re-examined in function of the flow of information we get. So as you know, we had had uh, in the summer some more negative uh, news from the external side. And so we decided uh, at the October meeting of the Governing Council to re-examine and recalibrate eventually the program. And in order to keep the degree of monetary accommodation that we think is required given the you know, inflation expectations that we want to go back to closer to 2%. The European Central Banks reacted, but markets expected more. Why do you think they were disappointed? I knew that the market expectations start to be overshoot compared to what we knew we would, we would do. And, and, and uh, uh, I must say here that markets are correcting again because this overshooting that we had after the governing council, I think markets perhaps understand maybe uh, some of the aspects that we try to explain. Uh, the other thing is we have to put it also perhaps, I don't know, but perhaps in the context of uh, a number of spikes, you know, volatility spikes that we have seen in general. Both you and Mario Draghi, the ECB's president, have talked about inflation being very low for a long time. You've also talked about the downside risks coming from the parts of the global economy, such as emerging markets. Given that's the case, why did you not do more? Well, um, first, I mean, the analysis that we did, you know, already in October was confirmed by uh, the uh, flow of information we got, especially, as you have said rightly, uh, the fact that uh, we were pushing again slightly, I must say, uh, the horizon when inflation would get close to 2%. So that was uh, uh, the confirmation. But the calibration that we had, the recalibration of the program that we worked on in, in the weeks uh, before December were really in line with uh, the information we got. And, but as I say, the expectation gaps on the market came very late. There were also sort of leaks, you know, uh, suggesting in the market that there may be uh, additional and more aggressive uh, uh, decisions that that could be taken. For example, the discussion, the, the leak that was on the fact that we were so-called working on a tiering, you know, where the banks would have, you know, sort of rebates on the negative rates, things like this, exacerbated uh, markets at some point. And you've also said in the Governing Council's statement that downside risks remain. Yeah. We're also in a situation where headline inflation at 0.1% is well below your target of just below 2%. What can the European Central Bank do next, both in terms of doing more bond purchases and also perhaps in terms of rate cuts as well? Talking about new measures, I think it's premature. No, we have to, you know, uh, and what sort of measures? As I said before, uh, the staff is always working 360 degree and ready. We are ready technically. We want to be ready technically uh, for any circumstance that could occur. 
But do you think you could cut the deposit rate again? The view we have on negative rate, obviously, is, uh, is more open than we had before because these instruments are relatively untested in the world. And so there is a, some experimentation and try and, and look a little bit what are the impact when the rates are negative. So there we look, uh, we have decided now to, to cut a little bit more. And so we are going to see what are the consequences of this. We think on easing conditions have been significantly improved as a result of the measures. The US Federal Reserve is on the cusp of an historic decision. It's looks likely to raise interest rates. How will that affect economic conditions and financial conditions as well in the Eurozone, do you think? The decisions uh, there uh, in the Fed, of course, will have important consequences on the US economy first. And, uh, and the external impact, of course, we are looking at the external impact. We had, for example, the last uh, important, I think, issue that we had was in the tapering you know, context of 2013, that's the time when we came with the forward guidance and we cut the interest rate because at that time, as you remember, long-term rates started to react very much. There was an impact on financial conditions worldwide, but also in, in your area, and we reacted with our monetary policy. But it, this is only one factor of the environment that we are looking. So we are going to see what happens and we are ready to face any situation there. Peter, thank you very much. Thank you. Pleasure. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.